When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 205, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, where there are deep wounds, there is deep grace. And joining me on today's show is Misty Phillip. Misty is a busy wife and a mom living in a fallen world and is in need of a bunch of grace. I think we all do, uh, Misty, which is why she named her blog and her podcast By His Grace. Now, she is an author, she's a blogger, she's a speaker and a fellow podcaster. She's passionate about inspiring women to live authentically for Jesus with a deep desire for women to walk in the fullness of who they are created to be. Seek Jesus, study the word and grow in grace. Now on today's show, Misty is going to share that we can trust God to lead us, to guide and direct us. Very important to be aware of that. She also wants to share that when we confess our sin, he's faithful to us and he forgives us and cleanses us. She's going to talk about hardship and anguish is the earthly sanctification of our eternal souls, as well as how much God loves us and is filled with mercy and grace. Love without limits, grace without end, and mercy without merit. Lots and lots to discuss on today's episode. Welcome to the show, Misty. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. I'm excited about this. Yes, me too. And I love catching up with fellow podcasters who uh, have, you know, Christian-focused, kingdom-focused podcasts as well. Share a little bit before we dive into all of the things you want to share today, a little bit more about your podcast and how people can go and listen and subscribe to that as well. Okay, great. Well, my podcast has not launched yet. I've recorded all of the first season and um, still working on all of the things, you know, that there's a lot to that. And so my plan is to launch next month, but my blog is by his grace. And that is my hub for everything. And you can find me on social media in all of the places. Um, but the mistyphilip.com is the blog mm-hmm. where um, I, that's my hub. That's my home base. Fantastic. And so 
all of the information will be there. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And of course, we'll mention that all at the end of the show too, so people can um, pop across there and connect with you. So share a little bit about um, the the direction or the journey, if you will, on on really what called you or um, drove you really to start this this blog. Because obviously, there's a key message that you want to share for other women as well. Was it something that you'd always felt called to do, or was it a series of circumstances and situations that you really felt God calling you to to create this blog and obviously the podcast, which is launching soon? Absolutely. That's a great question. And, you know, it started probably 20 years ago. I was working for a Fortune 2 company here in Houston, and I was a career woman. I had two children at the time, and I knew God was calling me to come home and homeschool my kids and leave the corporate world behind. And um, I kind of went kicking and screaming <laughs> on that. It really took God doing something really serious to get my attention. And then I, and then I just surrendered to him. And then uh, for the next 20 years, I, I have been home, home educating my, my children and uh, a house full of boys. So lots of cooking, lots of, um, you know, lots of sports, lots mm. of activities. But my oldest son uh, was getting married. And I realized my boys are going to leave and I'm going to be, you know, after dedicating my life to them. And so I began asking God, you know, what is the next season of life look like for me? And I was in a Bible study and I'd been doing Bible study for 25 years. And the Lord just really impressed upon my heart. Um, you have sat long enough. You are now the older woman. Uh, it is time for you to teach. I want you to take all of your experience over the past 20 years and share that with with women mm -hmm. um because in our testimony we've uh had a baby with trisomy 18 mm -hmm. that didn't did not live i've had miscarriages and we have a special needs child and mm -hmm. i just have been through a lot of different things and i know that the lord doesn't waste anything mm -hmm. and so um he first directed me to write a bible study and that's that got me started writing and started the blog and that's where the journey began. Wow, amazing. And isn't it interesting? I love the way that you've said that God never wastes anything. And often it's the situations that we have been most challenged by that God triumphs through. If we if we lean into him, obviously, and this beautifully segues into that we really can trust where God leads us, guides us and directs us. And that can quite often be easier to say than do. So share some insights around this for us. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, well, I'll tell you the name of my Bible study. And I actually have uh, the preliminary cover here. It hasn't been published. I don't know if you can see that, but it's the struggle is real, mm. but so is God. Mm. Um, because I really saw this theme um, through the Bible of overcoming with Jesus being the focal point in the center that mm -hmm. he is the overcomer. And um, the last thing that he said to the disciples before he left was, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart because I've overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is uh, our faith that we have to be faithful and, and just exercise our faith while we're, we're waiting to uh, for his return or to be reunited with him. Mm. And so um, that's what that Bible study really 
encapsulates that, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Something that I have found to be true for me too is realizing absolutely that we will have troubles and there's challenges, but there's so many different Bible verses in the, the scripture that we can turn to in times where we are feeling down, we're feeling challenged, we're unsure what to do. Are there or have there been some Bible verses in those moments where you just feel, you know, like, Jesus, take the wheel. Oh, no, that, that's something we often hear. What are your go-to? What are some of those go-to Bible verses that have held you steady and firm to him? Abs- absolutely. There's so many. But I'll, t- I'll start with my life verse. My mm-hmm. life verse is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It's that our mm-hmm. own understanding that can trip us up. Mm-hmm. Um, so lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So if we look to the Lord, if we put our trust in Jesus and we're looking uh, to him in prayer and in faith, then he's going to show us where to go. He's going to tell us what to do. And um, that's really comforting to me because um, on my own, I know I can can make a mess of things. And so I'm glad that that he's faithful there. Um, Some other ones, you know, the, the Psalms are just full of you know, David, just beautiful Psalms where God is our strength and our refuge, a very present help in time of need. And all we have to do is call upon the name of the Lord and we are saved. And so there's so much goodness there. Mm. Um, Mm. Ephesians, Ephesians 3, Ephesians 3, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we can ask or think. Yeah. And yeah, so the all, all as you say, saying the have been a comfort for me at one time of, of my life for sure. And I think you know, sometimes as Christians, even we don't realize just how uh, much God can do in our lives if we ask Him. And something that relates very much to the next point you want to talk about, because quite often there will be situations and circumstances that we are so ashamed of that we think I'm never going to talk about that I'm not don't want to bring that but he knows that every move our every thought and I love that you say that he is faithful to forgive us and cleanse us when we confess our sin share a little bit more about this because this is something that we often know but don't often talk about because we don't want to we don't feel comfortable with that sometimes absolutely yeah. absolutely so at this so let me back up on my journey a little bit so mm. as I started writing this Bible study, the Lord really led me to start writing another book. I had no plans of writing another book, but, um, and this is more of a memoir, but also, um, so it tells more of our story. And as I was writing this story, I became involved with an organization called Save the One. So I am a pro-life speaker for Save the One. And uh, through some training that I went through with them, I, um, God started working. I thought that the book was going in one direction and this is how I find that the Lord, uh, does with me. And I know he does it with other authors as well. Like you think you're going in the journey in this direction Mm -hmm. and he takes it in this direction. And so that, that book, um, that I'm still in the process of writing was really a journey of healing for me as Mm -hmm. much as it is uh, to help other people in their Mm -hmm. journey. Mm -hmm. And um, through my speaking with Save the One, um, after I spoke in Atlanta, a girl came up to me and she was just weeping and crying and um, because the doctors had told us to abort our son mm-hmm. and we um, said, no, he's fearfully and wonderfully made and God has a purpose and a plan for his life. And so we knew that he had a poor prenatal diagnosis, but we chose not to abort him. And mm-hmm. 
this girl came up to me in tears and she was like, I wish that I would have done that. And, um, you know, I just told her, you know, have you asked Jesus for forgiveness? And she said, yes. And I said, then if the son has set you free, you are free indeed. Mm -hmm. But I realized that she had this shame and unforgiveness in herself, which, um, you know, I, I, I am not the first, uh, I mean, I don't, how do I say this? So I told her the reason I was able to make that decision with that baby was because I had made the wrong decision when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I actually, um, became pregnant out of wedlock and uh, had an abortion mm. and saw the effects that it had on me and the secret that I kept my entire uh, life. Mm. And I was a Christian on a church pew um, and never mentioned it to anybody, never talked about it to anybody. And, you know, the enemy likes for us to keep our secret, mm. um, our shame and just and keep it a secret. Mm. But once we expose that secret to the light, then God can bring healing. So I never expected to write about that in my book, mm -hmm. but God made it very clear that I was supposed to. And a beautiful part of that story was I came home after speaking in Atlanta mm -hmm. and I knew what I had to do. Well, my children didn't know about my past or didn't know about that part of my life because I'd never spoke of it. Yeah. And, um, so I, the first thing I, when I told my, when I got home, I told my husband, I said, I have to tell the boys. And, that was the hardest thing for me because, you know, I don't really care about what other people think about me. I mean, maybe I do a little bit, but, you know, I really care about what God thinks about me and I care about what my children think about me. And, um, you know, they just just embraced me and said, Mom, there's nothing you could ever do. And it, I just saw the love of Christ mm -hmm. just extended to me through my children, yes. which gave me the courage to bring this conversation up because I think that there are a lot of women that are sitting on the church pew that never, that do this, then never talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they're not living in the fullness that they're called to be yeah. because uh, what are the statistics that since I started this journey, one in three women in the church has had an abortion. Yeah. Um, some even say higher than that, but mm -hmm. in the churches that I have been in, we're not talking about it. And that's a problem mm -hmm. because or, or maybe we hear that it's wrong, but people need forgiveness mm -hmm. and they need to forgive themselves. Definitely. And it is not an unforgivable sin, but there's a stigma with it that I think once you do it, that you feel like you could never be forgiven. But Jesus came uh, to give us forgiveness yes. and, um, and he loves us. And nowhere in the Bible does it say uh, that if you do that, that you are not forgiven. It yeah. says, confess your sins and he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah, absolutely. And it's almost as if we we recognize that and we leave, you know, our, our, we confess. And and it's and I love the um, the metaphor. Many years ago, as a child, we would we would watch a movie. It was called the, the I can't remember what the title was, but it was of this man called Christian. And you know, he left his bundle of sins at the cross. But so often what we do when we confess our sins and we ask for forgiveness and we know that we are forgiven, we're still parts of that bag that we throw back over our shoulder and continue walking with. And I think, you know, um, it, it says in the Bible, we're supposed, you know, we, we are supposed to forgive others as well. But that forgiveness has to start with us. 
And if we know yeah. that we are forgiven through him, if we're not forgiving ourselves, then it is going, we are going to, and the enemy does, as you say, um, like to trigger us by causing that shame and blame. But if it's forgotten, it says, you know, your sins are cleansed. They are as white as snow from red, you know, red scarlet to white as snow. And we can have absolute faith and knowledge that that is true because God cannot lie, cannot tell a lie. And if he says that in the word, then it is so. So, uh, so very important. Let's talk about hardship and anguish. You say is earthly sanctification of our eternal souls. Share with us sanctification for the, some of us who think, what is that? Just remind us what that is. Yeah. So um, sanctification is the process that we all go through and it looks different for each of us, but it's uh, when we go through difficulties in our life and um, we, what it, like we have a choice. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do with those? Are we going to look to ourselves? Mm -hmm. Are we going to look to the world, to, um, to something else externally to fill uh, that hole? We, we all have a God-shaped hole in our heart and only the Lord can fill that. Mm -hmm. So if we look to our spouse or our children or our jobs or um, drugs or alcohol or sex or money or shopping or there's just so many different things but mm. um, but that doesn't it's not an always a easy like it's it's not like you just check a box and that's done, <laughs> done. Um, it's it's a process sanctification mm. is a process and so as we surrender our lives to the Lord um, you know he peels off little layers and we become more like him mm. and that is the sanctification process yes and i've, I've just googled this here on the the biblestudytools.com and and what it says and, I, and this just absolutely uh, aligns I, I think to what you've just said that um to sanctify someone or something is to set that person or thing apart for the use intended by its designer so who designed yeah. and who created us and he's, as you say, working through us, um, well, to, to fulfill, uh, you know, to fulfill what he has set us apart to do. And as you said, each and every one of us, it's different uh, depending on the calling, the giftings and, and strengths that he's given us. So such a, a great reminder. Now let's talk about God loves us and is filled with mercy and grace. And I think that really uh, solidifies too what we said earlier about, you know, he's they're faithful, he forgives us and cleanses us. But mercy and grace, what does that mean to you? Yeah, so um, mercy and grace. So, you know, I, I like the analogy of, uh, of a judge. And, you know, if you go, a criminal goes to court and um, a judge is there and, and you're guilty mm. of a crime um, and he can punish you, but he chooses not to not to he let you go and that's what god does with us he extends mercy to us mm -hmm. and grace is his unmerited favor mm -hmm. and so we don't deserve um we don't deserve the grace that we have but he because of his great love for us um we've all sinned and we all have fallen short of the glory of god mm -hmm. but even in the midst of our sin christ came that we would be forgiven mm -hmm. and that we would be free and that we would be reconciled to the Father so that we can have relationship uh, with him. So it's not something that we can uh, buy or earn or do on our own. It is a free gift mm -hmm. that comes because Jesus laid his life down for us. Mm -hmm. 
to win over hell and the grave and and sin and i think you know so often we feel as if we are walking alone we know whatever journey that we are on and you know so often what i think the enemy tries to do is isolate us and Absolutely. have us forget that you know we've conquered I, you know i remember I, I think it was stephen furtick i you know there's a pastor Love uh, oh, amazing yeah, Furtick, and yes. uh, one of his children he gave an example once of a situation where one of his children says you know dad revelation you know whether he asked her to explain it or, or not and he said well the whole book of revelation we win <laughs> you know and i think it's so <laughs> true it is it's won it is done and you know when when you think of it that way it will often put certain circumstances and situations into perspective and you know one of the greatest les lessons that i've learned is that you know sometimes you just got, got to step back and go you know what i cannot handle this and you know what i don't need to i'm going to take yes. it to prayer and say god you know you know what how to deal with this and i think often it's that comfort and no it's that peace that peace you know so often we'll read that in the bible about jesus being the peace sometimes we can just glaze over that but i think it's in those moments of real anxiousness or situations that happen when you know what hits the fan that you can take yes. a step back and go you know what i don't even have to really be anxious about this i do know that i need to pray about that and give that over and it's in those situations that so often we go why are we so anxious about that have you found that to be true too Absolutely. And, and I just wanted to interject here. My podcast is all about that. So the podcast is by his grace. Um, the Bible study I wrote is the struggle is real. Mm -hmm. And so what I have done for the podcast is I have interviewed lots of different people that have gone through lots of different struggles. And, and we talk about God's grace in the midst of that struggle, mm -hmm. because I think you're right. I think the enemy does want to isolate us. He wants us to think that um, that we're not forgiven, that mm -hmm. we're alone, that mm -hmm. nobody can understand what I'm going through, how difficult this is. Mm -hmm. um, and so that is kind of, I want to give voice to that yes. um, because we all go through stuff. So we, it may not be the same things, mm -hmm. um, but we all have things that we go through and we can um, count on the Lord to see us through those yes. difficult times. And so that is going to be the focus of my podcast. Fantastic. So so fantastic because I think so often again we can feel as if we're the only ones struggling with that and when we hear that other people have gone through that and what they did and the Bible verses that they turn to and how they see the Lord has worked through their lives it can give us that hope and peace um, and, and that's available for all of us we just need to ask but so often you see people right. you know who don't know Jesus um, or they've turned away from the church you just want to give them this great big hug and go you know what you there is just so much love there that I mean even here on earth and it says on the Bible we cannot feel the full extent of God's love because it would crush us and of course yes. that's the promise that we have in heaven um, it's well and a, both love uh, and peace are, yeah. are both um, yeah. the fruit of the Spirit so yeah. but we also get joy and kindness yeah. and um, self-control and all of the other wonderful things that oh, come with that yeah so let's talk about love without limits grace without end mercy without merit I mean these are all promises that we all have uh, available to us in what God says so share a little bit more maybe some insights that you've learned along your journey as well well um, let, let me just start with the love because mm. I think for me um, you know Let's go back to the uh, the topic of abortion because I had asked God to forgive me 
Um, and that actually is what brought me to the Lord because I didn't grow up in a, um, I didn't go to church all the time. We were kind of Christmas and Easter, you know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't see my parents reading and studying the Bible and going through, you know, all of those kinds of things. Um, so I think that that really, after that, I saw my depravity and I, I came to the end of myself and that's where God really started to to work in and through my life and radically changed my life, radically changed it and gave me an incredible family and wonderful children. Um, But I think for a long time, because I had this secret sin that I confessed to God, I, and I hadn't talked to anybody else about it. um, I think that affected my like I didn't, I kind of questioned, like, does God really love me? Could he really love me? Like knowing that I did this thing. And, um, and I'll tell you how God showed me in the most uh, incredible way that he loved me, which is going to be very contrary to what people are going to think. Um, I broke both of my arms at one time. I had a bicycling accident and I flew over my handlebars and broke both of my arms. And then as a woman with a house full of men, I couldn't do anything. And, you know, we think that we, um, when things are going well in our life, we think, oh, hey, I got this and I'm good. And, um, but God had to literally break my body so that he could tell me how, because I couldn't do anything, but I could listen to the Bible on audio as I just had to literally sit there with my arms like this in casts for almost a year. It took me to recover and um, I've got out of the cast before that, but before my life resumed back to normal. Mm. And it was during that time that God just gently just whispered, you know, Zephaniah says he sings over us and he Mm -hmm. just, just, you know, told me how much he loved me. And um, I think that for me, I had a really hard time forgiving myself and I didn't feel loved by God. But once I really grasped that he loves me and that he cares for me, mm-hmm. he loves me so much that he was willing to give up his own son mm-hmm. um, for me. And that changed everything. Yeah. That's when the mercy, the grace, um, I was able to extend grace to people mm-hmm. that um, I really don't think I truly understood um, all of that before that happened. Mm. So wow! And had you been praying for that to to uh, as you said, you'd been praying and, and you wanted to really uh, find out, discover that, experience that for yourself. And sometimes, you know, what we pray, it's like that saying: whatever you wish for, whatever you pray for, um, be be. Um, be re- or realize that God will move in your life, but the ways that He chooses to move are quite different sometimes. And <laughs> like, can't we just go bling? Because that could happen. But oh, you know, God doesn't work in that way. A whole well, year. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point because I think a lot of people, when difficult things happen to them, mm. they um, they begin to question God and they ask why, and that's okay. Mm. God is big enough to take our questions. The problem is I've seen people who get stuck in the why mm. and they just, um, they get angry at God because they feel like their life should have turned out different or they shouldn't have these circumstances. But mm. if we will, you know, get past our question of why and look to God mm. and, um, trust that he uh, loves us and that he has a good plan for us and that he has a purpose even in our pain Mm -hmm. that's when he can do something with us and um 
Absolutely. It's like when we pray, you know, we pray for the muscle or or for the ability to be more patient. When we do, there is going to be a whole lot of waiting in your future, let me tell you that, (laughs) isn't it? That that often is the case. You you know that that's going to happen. But it is such a great reminder. And that often is the lesson that we need to learn. And often it's the things that trigger us the most where we can um, have the greatest learning and you know the fact that you learned and experienced just how much he loved you and I'm sure there's a lot of other characteristics and things you learned about about yourself and things you were able to heal through that process that you would never have been able to do had you not been sitting still and just really listening to the word and spending time with him because how often we do we rush around and hope that we will learn that lesson or what have you but we need time. It was that powerful that he needed to, you know, to spend that time with you. So, yeah. So share again, uh, if you can, um, how people can get in contact with you, Misty, your blog. And I'm sure once they go to that, when you do launch your podcast, they'll be able to access that as well. Absolutely. And then I want to tell you one more thing I'm involved with as well. So I am one of 22 contributors to a site called A Wife Like Me. And this site is written um, just specifically for wives. We have wife groups. And so it's a really neat effort where 22 um, authors that have their own, they all have their own ministries, but we've come together to work on this project. Mm -hmm. And that's a wifelikeme.com. So uh, I love the fact that you get all of these different perspectives of all of these different uh, Christian women who have different circumstances mm-hmm. in their life and can speak to different situations. So, um, so you can find me at a wife like me.com. You can find me at mistyphillip.com and you can find me online in all the places at Misty Phillip. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of those links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE205. One of the things I'm doing, Misty, for all of my guests as we finish the show is just to end in a word of prayer. May I do that today for you? Excellent. Thank you. Yes, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak to Misty today and hear her testimony and just how through circumstances and situations, Lord, you reminded her of just how much she is loved, that she is forgiven, Lord, and that those insights, we just pray that for people who are listening and watching today, that they too can be comforted knowing that they too, when we confess our sins, that you forgive us and love us with a love that um, knows no end, no depth, no width. That is how much you love us. Father, we just want to ask for your continued blessing over the ministry and the work and the the writings that um, Misty is doing and the podcast that's about to launch. Father, will you continue to bless the message? Will you let it reach far and wide so that people that may be struggling through that can hear that and be comforted through the guests and the insights that are being shared on the show in her um, in her writings and, of course, the authors that she's doing on uh, the other blogs as well. And, Father, we just want to uh, ask that all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I know that, um, you know, so often when we hear other people's stories and journeys, we can find comfort in that and knowing that we're not alone. And uh, I'm sure that when your podcast launches, it will uh, be so empowering and so healing for many other people as well. So often we do keep these things uh, to ourselves. And when, we, when we've healed through that and we really can see God's work in our lives by sharing that message, we can be the hope. 
um, you know, for, for others and that it is absolutely possible. We just need to, as you said, all of the things that you spoke about today. So um, continued success with that and blessings and thanks once again for coming on this show. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.